We love spending this time with you. Thank you for listening. If you would like to take your listening experience to the next level, did you know there's a way to do that, Jabo? I do. Yep. You know how you do it. You go to the tjshow.com, you sign up for the TJ Show newsletter, and you get cool things dropped right into your inbox like the TJ Show's 10 shares. We pick 10 different things, everyone on the team does it, that we think you're going to love. It's not just about our show. This no. is about like stuff, music we're listening to, whatever it may be. And life stuff. That's just the tip of the iceberg. There's a whole lot more in there. Sign up at the tjshow.com. This is the TJ Show podcast. Jabo. Yesterday, okay. I overhear my daughter, Charlie, who's eight years old, listening to one of our videos that we posted on our Instagram. All TJ. <laughs> at TJ Podcast. And she looks at me and she says something that, I mean, it's just flat out offensive. And I went and grabbed my microphone and I interviewed her about it. You're going to put her on blast? Well, no, it's offensive to me. It's, it's only offensive to me. Okay. All right. And, uh, but this is how kids are. They don't see it as offensive. They just are saying what they see. Right. Which I think as adults, we're a little more guarded. Mm-hmm. We try not to hurt people's feelings. We use some filters. Hello. Charlie, can I show you something? Do you know how much I love our dentists? I feel like you all... So this is the video from yesterday. We, we took a phone call from our new friend, Allie, in Oregon. You saw that video on Instagram? Yeah. What are your thoughts of how it looks? You look... I can see your bald spot. She's obsessed with the fact that I'm starting to lose my hair. And I go, that's what you gathered from that? Nothing about the conversation, about how we talked to the dentist, she's a new listener? No. Yeah, I heard you say that. I know. What do you think I should do? Should I just crawl in a hole and hide? I think you should wear a hat every day. Very straightforward advice. And I think I, I do a pretty good job with my hair most of the time, but it's because I have hair product and I ran out of hair product. Okay. So if you want to see me hair productless, go look at the video at TJ podcast on Instagram. I think you should wear a hat every day to just cover up my head. I like a dad who's um, hair, who, who has hair. Mo- most of my friends' dads do not have hair. Do you hear this? Come on. She's, she's saying her preference is to have a dad with hair, but it doesn't really work like that. But how does she know if that preference is better because all her friends' dads don't have hair? Right. She doesn't know. Her friends seem happy. Right. What, does she think she can't be happy too? Charlie, you know I'm in show business, right? Yeah. So I'm supposed to look cool and show off. Show off is bad. Yeah, not in show business. Everyone shows off. And everyone tries to act like they're real, but they're not real. They're just pretending You're to... real. What? You're real. If I punch you in the face, would that hurt? Yeah, it would, because you are real. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I don't know why that Does offended her. Sugar? Like, what's going on? <laughs> I, don't I don't know what happened. I'm being real for real, but I don't know if people like that. So what I'm asking is, how am I supposed to survive show business? Ask Jabo. When you get to work, ask Jabo what the first thing she notices about the video. What was the first thing you noticed about that video? I just noticed your smile when you're talking to the to Allie, the listener from Morgan. Oh, that's so nice. Thank you, Jabo. You're welcome. I don't think she'll say the bald spot, but she might. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, she didn't. It turns out she didn't. I'm a kid. I noticed some other things that adults don't really notice. Like, um, I just noticed that you wore the same shirt as yesterday. Yeah, I did. I'm under attack. But here's the thing. You've noticed it. You publicly have said this. Like, you yes. want to wear the same clothes every day. If you could, you would. Yes. 
Did anybody else say that today? Nobody else said it, no. Mama's calling you to go somewhere. Okay, bye. Got I'll, it. I'll just be here crying, okay? Okay, bye. Crying about my bald spot. I wish you could use your hair to mop it all up. <laughs> that child is brutal. What the? <laughs> what is going on? That's funny. That's funny. Okay. That was so, a good joke. But man, that listen, cut. Listen, we are in show business. Oh my goodness. And I am supposed to appear cool to those who are consuming the media that we're putting out there. So, Josh, can you make me look any more fake? Josh is our video guy. Right. He's camera guy Josh. He knows tricks. Like, what do you got? You got mm-hmm. a filter. Oh. Do you have a, can you superimpose a hair emoji on my add head? Add some hair on top? Yeah, I we could know. outsource the video to some, like, FX specialists. Yeah. And, um, I mean, yeah. I think it's a worthy investment. What is there that we can do? Like, what what do I do? Do I just shave my head and own it? I know I'm not the only person who's shave. gone through this. No, I don't think you should shave your head. Yeah, no. but at some point, I'm going to have... I don't want to be the, the guy who's, like, sort of got hair and, and I'm trying to You're hide like it. You're, like, holding on to it? I don't want to be that. Yeah, embrace it. You look good, man. Oh, well, thank you. Well, just Josh, do it. Josh is very encouraging. I embrace appreciate that. It. No, I want to look more fake. So please, oh, gosh. no. Your that's job, not the way to go. No, your oh. job today is to figure out how to. It must be nice to just be attractive, Josh. You know, you got all it's your nice. hair. It's great. It's nice. So maybe if you can work on that, I'd appreciate it very much. All right, it might take me some time. No, just figure it out. Figure. Right. We're gonna figure it out. Find an angle. Isn't that what people do? They find an angle. <laughs> right. I haven't found my angle yet. I need an angle. Okay. Yes, producer Heather. Are you helping me find my angle? I'm so weak right now. No, I have anxiety from that that talk with your daughter. I don't know if I could handle having children. I am like shook that was by this. Brutal. Yeah, well, I'm stronger now because of it. You know, you gotta, huh. you gotta. It's it's a workout for your your heart. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. So I'm I'm grateful for my daughter. She's wonderful. Earlier in the week, I was reading a post from a friend of mine. He has been living in New York City for a lot of years, and he was just looking back on the last 15 years or so, and he said, wow, $20 used to be able to stretch the whole week for his groceries. And he said, now, can't even get close to that. Mm. In most parts of the nation, how far does $20 go? Not very far. And so when I read that, I, it just sparked a thought in my head. What if we all went out with 20 bucks, and we went shopping, and we tried our very best to make it stretch as far as possible with the food choices that we make. And we're all working on that. We're going to compare receipts and how it's been going on tomorrow's show. But Jabo, you brought something to the table today, which is actually really helpful. Yeah, growing up, uh, my mom was a single mom, and she had two kids, my brother and I. But she always preached to my brother and I, you got to make your money stretch. You got to make your money stretch. So I hit her up for some advice because I feel like she's the queen of making money stretch. Well, she's an expert. This is this was your childhood. Yeah, and so I just want to share the advice with you guys. Thank you. Hey, Mom, TJ challenged the team to a $20 challenge. This is through Marco. You love your little video, Marcos, where you send the video and then what, 40 minutes later, you get a response. Hey, how you doing? Good to see you. Good to see you. (laughs) Takes forever to have a conversation. Pretty much, we have to buy as many grocery items as possible with $20. So since you are the queen of making money stretch, I figure I'd ask you, what items should I buy with my $20 so I can get the most bang for my buck? What you could pick up is the bagels, they cost about $2 and change. Bagels cost $2 and change? The place I go to charges me $3 per bagel. You gotta go somewhere else. (laughs) You have the small um, peanut butter or jam spread for like a dollar and change. A dollar for peanut butter? Wait a minute, your mom is- What store are you shopping at, TJ? Well, hold on. The grocery store I go to, I'm not even kidding. It is $17 
for a jar of almond butter. Nah, you in the wrong place. $17. I mean, that is insane. I can't even believe. Nope. This is not like some fancy grocery store. This is your normal. And then for a small size, now what they do is they make a small size of almond butter. Right. And you can get that for six bucks. And it's like four scoops of almond butter. It's hilarious. And then you're done. Yeah, it's unbelievable. The cup soup, pack of soups. You could get some of those. You got to look for items that are more within the dollar range, the most a dollar to dollars range for you to get the most out of it. All right, mom, all those suggestions are heavy, heavy carbs and sodium, <laughs> bagels, uh, soup cups. Yeah, we want it to be healthy if right, possible. Exactly. Yeah. How about if I just want to like eat decent, save money and not have high blood pressure? You know, like what I do for protein. <laughs> Can you help me out with that? Well, you didn't say the meal had to be nutrient. You said you're trying to buy as much as you can with twenty dollars. See, my bad, mom. My bad. <laughs> I really like when you make your mom kind of upset. She's hilarious. <laughs> I don't remember us eating unhealthy growing up, so I just wanted to pick your brain and see what you had. Now, if you want to do a nutritional meal, a balanced meal, the best thing you could do is go and buy. A little carton of egg white. Ooh, egg white. I like in egg a whites. carton. Yeah. Now, not my preference. I like the real eggs. But uh, yeah, sounds like a good idea. That costs like a dollar and change. That will last you for a couple of days, eggs. I think she's going off of 1987 prices. No, I get a feeling. she finds a great deal. She knows where to go. Even now? Yes. Well, that is true. When I was, I worked at a grocery store when I was a kid, and sometimes there were certain people who would use coupons in such a way that I'm pretty sure I owed one person money at the end of the transaction. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> That's crazy. It was really weird. I don't know how it happened or what they did, but somehow my register said negative something. I've never <laughs> seen that before. You could get some Vienna sausage. You could get some cans of beans. Oh, I like cans of beans. Yes. Because that goes for a couple meals, right? Oh, yeah. Cans of beans are like 89 cents. Mm -hmm. Then you could get a small bag of rice. I used to buy... I love rice, but it's so annoying to make it. Oh, I love rice. Those boxes of rice for 99 cents. And even the one that come in the package that you put in water and you boil and you let it sit for a while. <laughs> those cost 99 cents. They also have sardines and chicken in cans, so you you might... Ooh, have you ever had chicken in a can? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I haven't. Go that way. It might help you better, too. And if you want to get some veggie at the end of that, you can do so. There you go. You got a whole meal. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's my mom. Hey, I love that she took the time to answer you. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, we're going to compare receipts and see how far it got us in the week. We'll just do that on tomorrow's show at this time. Sounds good. It's tough out there. It really is, is in a lot of places. Wow. This might be the greatest how I met story ever. Like they call it a meat cute. What is it called? A meat cute. A it's meat a cute meat. Oh. Have, have I've heard? never heard a of that. You've never heard of meat cube? Sounds like you say meat cube. I'm that's like, a, I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a trending phrase. I didn't know about a meat. So a cute way someone met. Yeah. A meat cute. Okay. Meat cute. You're not going to believe how this story ends. Back in 2016, a woman named Catherine comes home from a night out. She had asked her sister to leave her front door unlocked. It was 8 a.m. when she got home. That sounds like a night, if I've ever heard one. She discovers someone was asleep on the living room couch, and she didn't recognize the person. So she turns on her flashlight, starts shining it in this guy's eyes, and realized no one knows this person. Oh the sister goodness. doesn't recognize him. No one knows who this dude is. So they run out of the house. They call the police. And they file a police report. They show up in minutes. And it's some random dude who came into the house. And so he gets arrested. They take a mugshot of him. 
They put his picture in the paper for the whole town to see. Did he have a party night too? Like, was he out partying as well? And like, just walked <laughs> his way into the house? What well, happened? This is so interesting. So the police tell Catherine, hey, look and make sure that this guy didn't steal anything. And so she looks around and nothing was stolen. Nothing was broken. She still decided to press charges just in case. And this guy winds up showing up at their front door with a letter and flowers and apologizes to the entire family for all the stress that he caused. Turns out it was a huge, huge, huge mix-up. I'd he, say. He came home from a night of partying and thought he was at mm-hmm. a colleague's house, but he strolled into the wrong house and because the front door was open, he just passes out on this random couch. And this dude says, I don't normally drink like that, but that night I did. And he said he was so humiliated and he heard walkie-talkies over his head. That's how he was woken up. Can you imagine oh. getting uh, awakened after a night of drinking and there's a bunch of cops there and you're like, I don't even know where I am. This is you, why. You open your eyes, it feels like a nightmare. Right. This is why you got you to gotta be careful. You got to watch your limitations. How yeah. much you're drinking. Well, after the guy brings the flowers and the letter, listen to this. Um, this woman, Catherine winds up, you know, realizing that he was very sincere in the apology. The dad even said, hey, could have happened to anyone. They wind up adding each other on social media. They become friends. Okay. And after a year, they start dating. This is the guy who just randomly strolled into her house. And you hear those uh, little wedding Yeah, I hear the wedding bells. Yeah, Yeah, I hear that. They wind up getting married. Wow. And so (laughs) you go, well, that's a beautiful story, isn't it? I mean, it's a... It's a scary story for everyone, and then it was a beautiful story. So the crazy night of drinking led to marriage. Doesn't always lead to marriage, but it happened for them. Yeah, they wind up getting engaged in 2020, married two years later, and uh, they just welcomed their baby, Mila, a little earlier this year. And uh, Catherine's talking about the story now. She says, we laugh and we can't believe that this is how we met. And now we've gotten married. We have a family. It's a beautiful story and a silly one. And it's really unique. She said she wouldn't change a thing. And then she goes on to say, my husband's a great man and I'm very lucky to have him. We're really lucky to have each other. So just when we might think there's no hope for our relationships, I mean, look at this. A guy just strolls in and passes out on your couch, gets arrested, a few bumps in the road, but it leads to this beautiful story. I love this. This put a big smile on my face. <laughs> you know, you always hear people say like, you're not going to meet anybody if you just stay home. You have to go out and meet people. <laughs> well, well, it's not true. Yeah, That's depends. not true. <laughs> depends how much he had to drink. And then you never know. Yeah, Jabo, our stories of meeting our people on Dating apps are so boring. Now. Right, so boring. I was at home. Yeah, I met someone. I have a wild story where the way that I met my wife, Jess, it still completely shocks me. I'll have to, well, in a nutshell, I was working at a radio station in New York and I was hosting a podcast for the radio station. Okay. And there's this girl who was on a subway platform and she winds up getting, uh, well, these guys asked her for her phone number. This is my wife now. And she uh, goes, no, no, sorry, I don't give my phone number to random dudes. She my gets girl. on the train and they're buskers. So they've got these big drums and they go, well, do you even know how to play that ukulele that you're carrying? And so my wife goes, yeah, I do know how to play it. She pulls it out on the train. And at the same time, someone starts filming this impromptu jam session this story winds up becoming a viral story story in New York City. This story gets to me. I do an interview with her in a podcast, and then she asked me to hang out, and we wind up oh. hanging out, and that's how we met. And so wow. we were brought together by this wild New York City moment that I still can't believe today. We've got a family. It's not as not as interesting as this story, <laughs> but still interesting. I think your story is coined as a meat cue. Is that right? Oh, yeah, a meat cute. Yeah. Not a meat cube, but a meat cube. I didn't even know I had a meat cute. <laughs> yeah, meat cute. 
This edition of the TJ Show is sponsored by BetterHelp. J-Bo, do you ever find yourself wishing you had more time? Oh, yes. Every day. All of us do. But if we got that time, what would we do with it? What would you do with it? Probably waste it. <laughs> well... It's important that if we're going to have extra time, we've got to figure out what do we do with it? How do we prioritize our schedules and our lives? One of the ways to do that is talking to someone who has so much wisdom. A therapist is one of the greatest gifts I think any of us could get. Someone we can trust, someone who's a vault, someone who has so much wisdom about how our brains work and how we can get more disciplined. Try it if you've ever even considered it. Go to BetterHelp.com slash TJ. You fill out a questionnaire. You get linked up with a licensed therapist. If for some reason it's not a fit, you can switch therapists anytime with no additional fee. They just want you to be with the right fit. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash TJ today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash TJ. I'm food journalist Mary Beth Albright, and I study how food affects emotions and how emotions affect our food choices. It's cutting-edge science I brought to my readers at The Washington Post and National Geographic, and now it's coming to you every week in my new podcast, Eat. You'll feel better. All about how food affects emotions and how your emotions affect what you eat. Eat, You'll Feel Better turns decades of research into one practical, actionable thing you can do every week to enhance your food mood connection. I've dug deep into big questions like, does intergenerational trauma affect our food choices? Are ultra-processed foods affecting my emotions? And the seemingly small questions like, why do holiday cookies just taste better? We'll hear from chefs and researchers and food developers and flavorists about the food mood connection. A new episode lands every Wednesday, the first one on November 15th, just in time for that food and mental health marathon known as the holidays. Eat. You'll feel better. Get it wherever you get your favorite podcasts. This is the TJ Show. J-Bo, I have a question for you. What's going on? You used to work at a vet's office. Yeah. And so you know the inside scoop in the vet's office. I know a couple things. I had to take my dog, Luna, for her annual appointment. They loaded her up with five different vaccines. Yep. No controversy about vaccines in the vet shop. No, <laughs> just, not at all. <laughs> just give them whatever you got. Yep. And, you know, my dog Luna takes it like a champion. Mm, just boom. Such a good girl. Needle after needle after needle. But I was with my three-year-old daughter, Noah. And when she saw the needle come out, she went, oh, no. I was like, no, Noah. Noah, you can't freak out. It doesn't hurt Luna. It doesn't hurt Luna. It doesn't hurt Luna. And it, as soon as Noah got nervous, Luna started freaking out. And yeah. I guess she picked up on her energy. Yes. So three-year-old Noah being afraid of shots now made Luna afraid of something she was never afraid of before. And uh, I was like, oh, man. And I was like, no, look, your energy really matters. The way you act around Luna, that's going to change her behavior. So look, watch, it doesn't hurt. And so our vet's amazing and they calm her down. All you got to do is bribe a dog with some peanut butter. Yep. They're ready to roll. And so we go outside into the lobby and every other dog is so nervous. They're shaking like, oh. Because they know where they're at. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen this time. And they're all, why are these dogs so nervous? What is there a way that you found over all the years that you were working in the vet's office to keep our dogs calm? I mean, sometimes treats would work. Peanut butter works. Well, I saw the the doctor had a little pocket full of sausages. Smart man. And he would pull them out and drop them, and she loved it. Yeah, and those things work. Along now, nowadays, they have this um, plugins that some vets have in their hospital that will release like these um, anti anxiety. 
Smells? Scents, yeah. And oh, so that helps dogs, like too. That. Lavender for your puppy. Yeah. <laughs> Get that tail from out between the back of its legs. Lavender. Yes, producer Heather. Well, I know why the dog, all the dogs are so scared, because they know they're getting their temperature taken. Oh, and you know how they yeah. take the temperature yeah. of a dog. Yeah. Very oh, uncomfortable. Yes. You know, it's funny Ooh. you bring that up. So my daughter's there, and she's watching, because she's so fascinated about our Luna getting checked out. And the doctor lifts Luna's tail to take a look back there because that's what they have to do. No temperature this time. Okay. Just a little check, a visual check. Right. And Noah starts pulling me up. Hey, 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 Dada, did you see what he just did? And she was trying to put it into words. And the doctor cuts me off and goes, I know that's not the fun part of the job. Jabo, what's happening in your world today? Well, I never thought this would come in handy. A few months ago, producer Kenny brought in these pods, K-Cups, Irish breakfast black tea. Mm. And for the longest, he was complaining that no one wants to drink it, no one cares. He sacrificed so much to bring these in. Probably from the back of his cupboard, let's be honest, because they have a little <laughs> bit of dust on it. But I actually used one today because I have a little tickle, just like a little, nothing crazy, just a little oh, dryness no. in my throat. Jabo. And so I... Drunk one of these black teas and it was helpful. Threw some honey in there. It was nice. You need thank the, you, Kenny. You need the tea of all teas for sore throats. You ready for this? Throat coat. No, wait. No, I like that one. I do. But my mom, who I talked to, very nervous, knows how to do with every little ailment. Who you listen to? She said you squeeze a half a lemon okay. and a teaspoon of honey, okay. and you mix it in with a little bit of hot water, and it's almost like an elixir. And it was great. You know what? It helped me get over what I was going through last week. It was amazing. No lie. Last night, I was on the phone with my husband, Archie, because he he's in the U.S. military. We live apart. So we talk on the phone before I go to bed. And I told him, I need to get some warm water, put some honey and lemon in it, and just drink that. Didn't you know already? You know what you need. Sometimes you know, but you don't do better. You know go what I'm saying? for it, Jabo. It's, it's actually... It makes you feel something, too. The lemon is just so strong. I need it's, to do it. It's wonderful. Yes, Producer Heather. It also helps you throw a little whiskey in there, make a little hot nah. tie. <laughs> a little hot tie is delicious. Heather, what's happening in your world today? Well, feel better. I hope uh, you Thank feel you. better. From... No, no, I feel good. It's just like a little, little tickle. You know what that means. No, a, I don't. It's a little... No, I'm not right. claiming that. I'm not, I'm not saying it. <laughs> I'm not saying uh-uh. it. Uh-uh. I'm going to pray against that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm healthy. You are healthy. I love it. Uh, Heather, what's happening in your world? Well, you know, it's spooky season, so I've been watching some scary movies. And um, have you? I've made an observation. Did you ever notice that the bad guy, the villain, is always, like, chasing the victim, but they're always walking, and the victim's always running, yeah. but they always end up catching the person. Yeah, they're so in shape. It's like, what's happening? It's are like they doing, like, they so much cardio? They have really long legs, yeah. and the person running has really short legs. That's a great observation. Thank you. Listen, I'm still running. I'm out of here. And I'm still going to get caught, because I have really short legs. Oh, no. <laughs> No, don't say that. You're not going to get caught. caught. You're not going to get caught. caught. I do think the internet houses some of the dumbest discussions on the planet. Amen to that. And I'm seeing another one. I don't even know how this kind of debate gets popular. And yet, this list has somehow taken off. And yet, here we are talking about it. Yeah, well, it's like, (laughs) now everyone's talking about it. So, of course, I have a thought about this. There's a list of... And this is, I'm going to put this in quotes, places women absolutely refuse to go on a first date. And there's this big, long list. I don't think I need to read through all these, but you'll get the idea. Number one on the list is Cheesecake Factory. That's my spot. You better stop playing. Number two is Applebee's. That was That's where my husband, Archie, and I went on our first date. Is it really? Yes. What's wrong with Applebee's? How'd it work out for you guys? We are married yeah, and there happy. You go. Going on six years. Let's go. Okay. See, I already have a theory. I'm, I'm just tapping into this, and here's my theory on this. So in the top five on this list, it's Cheesecake Factory, Applebee's, Chili's, Chipotle, Olive Garden. Wow. 
five restaurants that are very popular all over the place. To me, I think they're behind this. Oh, because stop. Because we know this is how marketing works. They get people to badmouth something. It then becomes on everyone's mind. Um, and I want to go to Cheesecake Factory right now. And what, <laughs> what a surprise. It's number one on the list. Um, I haven't even thought about Applebee's. Mm-hmm. In, I can't remember the last time I've thought. Now I'm like, oh, yeah, it'd be interesting to go there. Maybe I could take the fam there. You know? <laughs> so it's working. Uh, movies. Which I agree with. That I agree, because you can't have a conversation. Number seven, your house. Yeah, who yeah. wants to have Mm-mm. a first date at your house? No, That's weird. Especially if you're married. It'd be horrible. Any first... <laughs> Wait, what? No, I'm just... <laughs> you shouldn't be going on any first dates if you're married. <laughs> right. But if you are, your house would be the worst place that you could have that first date. Any fast food chains on the list? Buffalo Wild Wings. See, a lot of these restaurants. Wingstop, Red Lobster, a buffet. Never go to a buffet for any reason. Yeah. Well, I agree that going to a restaurant is a bad idea for a first date because you want to have that flexibility and freedom to bail if it doesn't go right. And when you go out to dinner, you have to sit through the whole dinner in most cases. I've been told if you go on a first date, make it like a coffee thing where it's a quick thing or ice cream, which is also quick. What I've done is I've gone to the host before the the dinner and I go, I usually tell them the rundown of what the (laughs) meal is all about. Like if it's a business meal and I want to pay for it and I know the other person will try to pay, I'll give them the credit card beforehand and they just carry around my credit card and at the end they bring me the paid for bill. But with a date, what I used to do was, hey, I'm in a bit of a rush. If you can move things really fast, that would be awesome. And then if I liked it, I would order dessert and then we'd have some extra time and I'd use that time to (laughs) chat. You got a plan. Mastermind right there. Well, no one wants to waste time. Uh, The next one on the list, more restaurants. IHOP, Denny's, the gym, which we understand. Who's going on a first date to the gym? Church. Church was a second date for me. Yeah, it wouldn't be a first date for me, though, because you can't talk. You're listening to the pastor. Right. <laughs> like, what are you going to be talking about? Starbucks, coffee dates in general. No, coffee dates are like the best. Ice cream dates. All right, you get the idea. This list doesn't really make sense. It doesn't at all. What was your first date, Kenny? Allison and I went for a walk in a Target store mm. for about three hours. We just aimlessly walked around the aisles and talked and got to know each other. It looks like that's not on the list. A, wa- a walk in a Target a store. That's the most unique first date I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> like, you didn't take her shopping. No, I mean, well, we it was cold uh, at the time. So you were looking for uh, central heating. Uh, so we needed some place <laughs> with good air conditioning. And again, I guess just based on what we've heard in the past, a restaurant wasn't a good idea. Mm. We didn't want to meet up at one of our places. Um, she was still a little sensitive uh, with, you know, pandemic concerns, you know, mask wearing and... Stuff like that. And also, it is a public place. Yeah. yeah. You can't go wrong. Like, if you're afraid that the person you're going on a date with is, is a real strange person, public. That's great. Yeah. And Target, if you've never been in Target, you've, if you've been, you know what I'm talking about, it has great lighting. So, it will expose all your blemishes. Yeah. <laughs> okay? You can look at that person and be like, mm-mm, or okay. Yeah, yeah. There you go. My first date with my now wife was we went to a restaurant. And the meal lasted three hours long. Oh, my goodness. And then when it was done, and it was a work night for me, I said, you want to come and uh, see this view as it was near my apartment building? I said, yeah. you want to go come to the top of our building? And she said, yes. And so we went up the elevator all the way to the top of the building. It's a beautiful view in New York. And then I didn't try to kiss her or do anything. I just said, all right, have a good night. And then I never wrote, it, wrote her or reached out to her again. She emailed me again, reached out, said she had a great time. And that's I mean, where it all started. I mean, after that first date, I mean, I probably would have emailed you too, like with the view and that three-hour dinner. It was fun. I, I didn't even know that we were going to be dating at that point. I just thought, oh, she's a cool girl. She seems like a new friend. And that was the end of it. How's it worked out? 
We got married, have yeah, kids. Have kids. Oh, pretty yep. good, huh? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. She likes me still. It's That's awesome. awesome. Don't pay attention to these silly lists. They're mostly wrong. This edition of the TJ Show is sponsored by BetterHelp. J-Bo, do you ever find yourself wishing you had more time? Oh, yes. Every day. All of us do. But if we got that time, what would we do with it? What would you do with it? Probably waste it. <laughs> well, it's important that if we're going to have extra time, we've got to figure out what do we do with it? How do we prioritize our schedules and our lives? One of the ways to do that is talking to someone who has so much wisdom, a therapist, is one of the greatest gifts I think any of us could get. Someone we can trust, someone who's a vault, someone who has so much wisdom about how our brains work and how we can get more disciplined. Try it, if you've ever even considered it. Go to betterhelp.com slash TJ. You fill out a questionnaire, you get linked up with a licensed therapist. If for some reason it's not a fit, you can switch therapists anytime with no additional fee. They just want you to be with the right fit. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash TJ today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash TJ. Listen, we get it. You're busy. You got work to do, kids to take care of. Got to get to the gym at some point. And make sure you're drinking enough water and figuring out what's for dinner is a whole nother project. Yeah, point is, you're busy. You don't have time for 10 minutes of commercials or scripted dating segments on your morning commute. That's why we created The Morning Show Podcast. I'm Carla Marie. My name is Anthony, and The Morning Show Podcast is a daily podcast aimed at keeping you informed and entertained in under 25 minutes. We kick off every show with the core four. It's the four biggest news stories that you should probably be aware of. And then we continue on with music games, pop culture news. And of course, what's trending, the thing you didn't know you needed until Carla Marie told you about it. Yeah, it's my favorite. You can get the Morning Show podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your shows. This is the TJ Show, our news. It sounds a whole lot different around here. Our producer, Kenny, he reads through every story he can find in the world, and then he brings us the most interesting ones. Kenny, what is happening in the world on this Thursday? Urban Outfitters are selling out of old, refurbished iPods. Gen Z consumers can't get enough of it. Why? Your phone is literally the same thing, but better. Yeah, what's the reason? I can't answer why, but they're sold out. They're seeing reports that their first-generation iPod minis, you can't Mm. find them on the website any longer. I have a theory about this. Go ahead. I remember when I used to go for runs, I would love the iPod mini, even though I knew the phone could do the same thing because it was a lot lighter. Sure. And so you could put it in your pants, and it wouldn't start weighing your pants down Mm. or slapping against your leg. You'd barely realize it was there. I'm sure you could probably do that with uh, with the watch, right? You could listen to audio that yeah. way? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, there's better ways to do it. Right. I don't think it's, you know, efficiency and that the Gen Z crowd is trying to do. I think they're trying to go, like, for a vintage look. How much are these things going for now? So, an iPod Mini, which is the one that's sold out, they're selling it for $199. No way. That, Come I on. I think that was, like, 100 or 150 new. At the time. At the time in 2004 when it was released, it was actually a little bit more expensive, 249 Oh, wow. At the time. But essentially, they're upgrading it for 2023. So the new iPods that they're selling now will have new batteries and increased hard drive space. So oh, the okay. iPod mini has 128 gigabytes of storage. When it came out in 2004, it only had four gigabytes. I also wonder if it's a way to disconnect. But don't the iPods have connection to the internet too? 
Some no, I don't think these iPods were connected to the internet. Okay, you'd have so to that's plug cool. it into your computer, load the music from your iTunes onto the device, and then you could take it with you on the go. So maybe that's what it is. Because I know at the gym, it's so easy to get wrapped up in your phone yeah. and you're not working out. This way you force yourself to just have the music. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, they're also selling fourth generation iPods and the iPod Color, the fifth generation iPod Classic, all with original Apple sync cables and headphones. They come huh. with it. That's funny. Anyway, who would have thought it? I'm going back what, in time. What else do you have, Kenny? Anything well, interesting? In other technology news, Motorola just unveiled a new concept for a flexible smartphone that can wrap around your wrist like an old-fashioned slap bracelet. Oh, I love those things. You just go whoosh, around your wrist. That was fun. Yeah, if you get the right person, it hurts you. <laughs> or you hurt them. <laughs> Yeah, according to the press release, the phone is an adaptive display concept that can be bent and shaped into different forms depending on a user's needs. The phone features a 6.9-inch screen that runs the full Android experience. Then it can be folded into a self-standing upright position, and it operates on a 4.6-inch display, still running Android technology. And yes, the gimmick of slapping it on your wrist. People have a lot of questions about it. It's still a concept. We don't know anything about pricing or when it'll be available or even if it'll be available. Wouldn't you just want it to be nicely affixed? Like to me, again, I go to the Apple watch. It just stays on your wrist like a watch. From the pictures that I'm seeing on this article, it doesn't fully rotate around your wrist. Hmm. So I could imagine it falling off quite a bit. Kind of like a cuff bracelet, too. Yeah, kind of like that. I'd also imagine that maybe the weight of the phone, rather than a wristwatch like the Apple Watch, might get a little tiresome hmm. after a while. Yeah. Well, but, technology hey. is changing every day. They'll and, figure it out. Well, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Or it'll fail miserably. Like yeah. a, Who knows? Kenny, what else do you have? TJ, why would somebody put a roll of toilet paper in their refrigerator? Huh. Do they rub any sort of food on it, like molasses or something like that? No, just a roll of toilet paper, Plain put roll. it in the back of the fridge hmm. or whatever. I, mean, I can see that being very cool to the touch. Yeah, I would think funny, or maybe yeah, practical reasons. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What's the reason? Well, there is a very practical reason. I'll guess this probably came from TikTok. <laughs> it's might not a be wrong. growing trend. It does have roots going back to 2015, but the idea is that the roll of TP will act as a moisture absorber and alleviate foul smells coming from your refrigerator. Kind of like, like baking soda? Like a box of yeah. baking soda? People is use baking ba- soda, which you use for that? People use baking soda. Uh, that is actually what the experts are saying, a better alternative than toilet paper. But we're seeing a growing popularity of people putting a roll of toilet paper in their fridge. And indeed, it does work. So then do you use the toilet paper afterwards? No, I don't think so. Just like oh, you wouldn't want to use the baking soda afterwards either. I mean, I would never think to do that. But if you need toilet paper and you're in a pinch, and that's the last one in the house, you're going to think a little different. Yeah, I know, I know, Jabo. I would just use that for what it's for. I think the baking soda works better, doesn't it? They do say baking soda works better. Other methods like black cumin seed oil, activated charcoal, vanilla extract, a UV light purifier. Just go with baking soda. It's the easiest one. Why would you want to start getting liquids involved? Like, it doesn't UV make any lights? sense. Like, what? Yeah, just the baking soda has worked forever. Our great-grandparents did it. I don't know where they discovered it, but someone along the way realized this is like the greatest way to keep your refrigerator smelling great. Well, essentially, the baking soda will neutralize acids, and acids are the basis for a lot of care. the foul odors. I don't care. Just put it in the fridge. It's a 99 cent investment and your problem solved. But toilet paper's fun. Like imagine, And you it's know, more expensive most of the time than 99 cents. <laughs> yeah, you're wasting it. But you have somebody come over, they grab a drink from your fridge and now they have questions. Okay. So if you want to be annoying, 
<laughs> use the toilet paper. If you just want something that works, go with the baking soda. Okay. Thank you, Kenny. <laughs> what else do you have? We're learning about a Department of Justice investigation into the NBA over antitrust allegations made by the Big Three Basketball League. If you're not familiar with the Big Three Basketball League, it was launched in part by rapper and actor Ice Cube. It features three-on-three half-court basketball games, and the league is made up of mostly retired NBA players. Well, that sounds like a fun idea. It is. I've watched it. It's fun to watch. It's an interesting way to play basketball. You have to take it back. It's kind of like backyard, schoolyard basketball. Well, like streetball kind of thing. Yeah, but in a professional setting. That's, That's cool. so fun. So why does the NBA have a... Well, let me guess. It's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> that, that people are watching, and so the NBA has a problem with it. The Big Three is claiming that the NBA has taken unfair steps to prevent the league from growing. For wow. instance, some current NBA players have expressed interest in playing for the Big Three in the offseason. The two leagues do not overlap, so there wouldn't be a conflict. And the NBA has instituted arbitrary rules to prevent NBA players from joining the big league. However... NBA players like LeBron James play in non-NBA games in the offseason all the time, whether it's international basketball games like the Olympics mm. or FIBA or even the famous Drew League in mm. Los Angeles. Mm. So well, that's, that is interesting. That's why a is conflict. it okay for some, yeah. but not okay for the big three? I can understand if they didn't want them to get hurt in the offseason, right. Right. which makes sense. But if they're already letting them do it in mm-hmm. these other situations, then that's off the table. Now... Apparently, there's been interest from NBA owners that wanted to invest into the big three. The NBA has prevented owners mm. from investing in the league. If you're like an owner of a particular NBA team, they've prevented that. Also, they're not letting NBA referees, even wow. referee wow. in big three games. And at the same time, NBA referees often ref for other organizations as well. See, to me, that's that feels like greed. And control, yeah. Because yeah. how cool would it be? I mean, I'm sure it's awesome. I have no idea. This is the first I'm ever hearing about this. But like, think about seeing Michael Jordan now play ball with yeah. some of his old friends, and it would just be so fun. It's a great idea. And how cool would it be to to see these retired players have a second chance at playing ball? Yeah, you know, out of the NBA. It's fun. Why not? Well, that's the thing. You come up with a great idea, well, then you got problems. Yeah, <laughs> there's no problem with retired players joining right, this right. league, but it's active right. players that have expressed interests that they're not allowed to, according to the NBA. But this is an ongoing investigation, so we'll have to keep you posted on the development. You keep us posted. I'll keep working on my dribbling. Maybe okay. I'll get on one of those three-on-three <laughs> games one you gotta day. Be retired player, yeah, though. Yeah. You, you gotta work your way from pig to a full horse game. Yeah, that's true. Now, I do play pig because it's shorter. It's like out, but it's funnier because it's an animal. So anyway, Kenny, what else do you have? The right to repair movement has picked up steam in recent years with new laws and backing on both the state and federal levels of government. For years, it's been really hard to do a self-repair or even take your iPhone to an independent contractor for a screen replacement. Apple's been very protective of its products and repairs could only be done by the company itself. Mm. Well, this week, Apple announced that they are going to make it easier for consumers and independent contractors alike to have the tools and documentation necessary to fix iPhones and other Apple products nationwide. Oh, gee, thanks, Apple. Finally, that's that's a nice thing. You know, I, I have a hard time connecting my phone to my dashboard. Like, I have uh, Apple CarPlay, which is a really cool thing. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. I like the radio more. But, you know, if I'm yeah. trying to get somewhere and I need my GPS, it's right. nice to have it on the screen the way the car is supposed to work. I can't even get this cable to stay in. It's unbelievable. It's an, is it an Apple cord? 
Yes. Oh, okay. I was going to say, yeah. if it's not, then there's that's some, probably why. There's like dust in there or something. I've tried the internet hacks. I need Apple's instruction manual. So thank you, Kenny. Well, I remember taking like my phone to like a mall guy with a cart in the hallway to fix my screen. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And he would warn me. He was like, you know, once I do this, the warranty is no good. Right. Th- that, those were the kinds of rules and regulations that Apple wow. would put into yeah. place to Control. prevent that from happening. Facts. My, my husband, Archie, he fixes phones every once in a while and computers. And I would see him fixing like an old phone. And I would try to give him one of my old iPhones. And he's like, I can't touch this. Like, I'm not going to play with this. Mm. I have a, a friend who's a computer wizard. The guy is actually like a computer scientist. They have those. And he knows how to do everything with computers. And he shudders when he thinks about Apple because of all that control. Yeah. So I think it's cool. They're starting to get in the game of like letting us do stuff, which is nice. The door is slowly opening. Yes. Kenny, what else do you have? If you thought you're already spending too much time on TikTok, the app's latest feature probably won't help. What's that? What's the next thing we're all going to get addicted to, if we choose? Well, many users have already received their notification about this new feature. They're currently testing out 15-minute-long video uploads. So it's YouTube then? Because like, I thought TikTok started off as like a 30-second, 15-second... Wasn't it 15-second clips at first? Yeah, when TikTok first came around, it was 15 seconds, and that quickly jumped to one minute, then three, then 10 in February of last year, and now... 15 minutes. Yeah, you're right, J-Bo. Every social media platform is just turning into the same thing the other ones are. Because <laughs> they're all nervous that one is going to out-hustle the other. And, you know, you got YouTube getting into the reels, or I don't even know what they call them, shorts. Shorts, shorts. yeah. And uh, they're all just morphing into one another. Yep. Here's the thing. I understand, like, the concept of YouTube. It's meant to be long-form media. But TikTok wasn't meant to be that. And I spent some time on TikTok. And some people on TikTok don't need 15 minutes. Mm. They really don't because they talk a whole lot of foolery. Yeah, I mean, keep it to running into a trash can full speed and falling down. Everyone laughs. End of the video. Keep it moving. (laughs) What else do you need? Do a little dance, a little lip sync, you know? Keep it moving. That's it. That's what TikTok was. If their history is any indication of what's to come, it's likely going to become a permanent thing. But at this point, they are only testing. And there is no word on if or when this will be rolled out to all users. Mm. Can't wait. But, by the way, you can follow us on TikTok at Radio TJ. Yes. Yeah, that's uh, something you can find. I mean, we we like when you follow our TikTok. Yeah. And we, we try to make it fun. Fun stuff posted daily, so. It's up to you, though. Interesting yeah. stuff. We try to add cool things that aren't running into a garbage can full speed. Unless Kenny's willing to do it, and then we'll, then we'll do <laughs> then it. Then we'll and definitely do that, too. <laughs> we haven't posted a 15-minute video yet, so yes, don't yes. worry about that. Kenny, thank you for keeping us somewhat informed. That's what's happening. This is the TJ Show. Thank you for turning your radio on. This segment is brought to us by KFC. Don't we love KFC? You know I I do. I love the Colonel. I've just been noticing headline after headline after headline. How many more football headlines will there be with Travis and Taylor in them? There's so many of them everywhere. I can't get enough Tavis. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) I'm not complaining. Tavis. It has inspired the top five spiciest relationships in football. Ooh. Number five, Russell Wilson and Sierra. Yeah, they have kids, they're married, they're a beautiful family. Number four on the list of the spiciest relationships in football, Zach and Julie Ertz. You know, Zach is a tight end, and Julie is one of the world's best soccer players. I didn't know that. That could get spicy because there could be a little bit of competition in the household. Football and football, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a big uh, one. Yeah, I see what you're saying there. Whose yeah. football is better? Number uh-huh. three on the list. KFC's new hot and spicy wings. Oh, yeah. Spicy marinated wings. 
ham breaded twice. Do you have them right there? Oh yeah, extra crispy. These hot and spicy wings. Whoa, that's impressive. I, They're good too. Come on, Jaybo, let's have some. I don't have as much fun if I'm watching football without KFC's new hot and spicy wings. They're so wonderful, and what a value! Oh my goodness, four ninety nine for eight pieces. Is that the one you got over there? Yeah, I got oh it. yeah. Number two on the list. Oh man, this is good. Mm. Brady versus Belichick. Oh yeah, that's an interesting one. That is Uh-oh. a spicy relationship. They played nice publicly, and it made yeah. it sound like they liked each other. But I don't know if they do. I think behind closed doors. I don't know. But it's not a thing anymore. Some healing needs to happen there, but... I bet these wings could bring them together. I mean, Mm. I swear, they're doing something new with these wings over there at KFC, I think. Oh, have you actually had the old ones and now you can compare them? Yeah, I've had the old wings. These are awesome. Better for sure. Great. And number one on the list of the spiciest football relationships, turf and football players. Mm. Like, when are we going to stop? With the sliding on the turf and our beloved football players getting injured, I don't like it. Yeah, they need real grass. Please give me a wing. I'm still waiting. Oh, okay. You really want one. Here, catch. And there it is. The top five spiiciest relationships in football. According to, what, us? Yeah. 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 Us. Well, isn't that what all these lists are anyway? It's just like whoever feels like putting a list together, they put a list together. Yeah. Whoever has the free time. I'm just, I'm so grateful for our sponsors. If it wasn't for our national and local sponsors, we wouldn't have a show. I mean, it's really that simple. And so I bring that up to say, if you like this show even a little bit, like if you kind of like Kenny, still qualified. If you <laughs> love Jabo or not, qualified. Qualified. Uh, you know, whatever you feel about me, listen, any opportunity you have to support any sponsor you hear on this radio station, uh, that is the way this show stays on the radio. Now, on the other side... Can we just talk about it? Yeah, if you don't like us, you call us and tell us that. Yeah. That'll be fun for the people to hear that do like us. Mm-hmm. And also, I, I bet we'll win you over. You know, I can give you that phone number right now, 302-303-1151. I don't even know why we're inviting this. We, we should just, if the people who like us could just flood the lines first, then we'll never have to hear from the people who don't like us. Uh, I, what I'm trying to say is our sponsors are the reason why we get to put this show on the radio, and, and we're just so grateful for them. By the way, because of this KFC situation, we had Kenny dressed up as a chicken the other day. And we're in this very serious corporate building. (laughs) We've been filming some fun segments for them, and it's been a blast. But you had this inflatable chicken suit that you were wearing that was, what, 10 feet tall? I mean, how tall is that? (laughs) I would hit, well, fortunately not my actual head, but the chicken head would get hit on every door that I walked through. You know, and actually, you were coming out of the elevator, and your head kind of got caught in the elevator. Oh, my goodness, yes, I remember. That could have been really dangerous, but I didn't realize it in the situation. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, it's fine, it's a chicken head. But no, what if that thing, like, went up with you? Oh, It'd be like a cartoon, you'd hit the top of the (laughs) elevator. Let's talk about the funny stuff, like the fact that there's a bunch of lawyers in this building. Yes. And the lawyers saw Kenny dress up in a chicken costume and they just busted out laughing. <laughs> we were just so normal. We're like, oh, sorry about the chicken. They're like, no, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, it's the only funny thing they've seen all day. Yeah. They're just in their little <laughs> sure like, about it. legal writing and their 30 page agreements. You know, that's, that gets taxing after a while. I'm you sure. need someone walking around your lawyer office in a chicken suit. And so, Kenny, you provided that for a lot of people. Yeah, and every time I walked past one of them, I'd say, working hard or hardly working, huh? <laughs> And they tolerate it because you're wearing a chicken suit. Yeah. Thank you for turning on the TJ Show. 